Hi, I'm Pam Snyder. I'm a former teacher and former children and family pastor who spent years working with kiddos and families, realizing the immense need for encouragement and support for parents, for teaching how to find sleep, how to find peace, and how to end conflict in the home. Parenting is the toughest job out there, and there needs to be more resources and more encouragement for how to do it well. I'm here to coach you into sleep, into rest, and into peace, joy, and laughter in your home. I am so excited to change the world of parenting. I am so excited to bring you my knowledge, to share my knowledge and skills with you so that you can bring sleep and peace and fun and laughter into your home every day. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your heart with me and thank you for letting me coach you. Welcome to the Sleeping Babies Happy Mamas podcast. Hey mamas, thanks for being here. I hope you so enjoy today's episode and it brings life and love and light to your day and your week. I just want to remind you to head over to my website, www.sleepingbabieshappymamas.com to see all the different ways I can serve your family and help you find sleep, peace, joy, and connection from sleep coaching with workshops, sleep packages, one-off calls, and memberships to my exclusive program where you can get expert sleep coaching twice a week for all of the different phases of your baby's life, to parenting coaching where I bring your family into deeper connection. Visit the website today and see all of the ways I can serve your family. Thanks for being here and I'm so excited to speak with you soon. Hi friends, welcome to the Fruitful Families podcast. Welcome to this week's episode where we are talking all about anger in mamas, mama anger. Um, look at my crazy hair over here. Um, we are talking all about um, the stigma that lies behind what it looks like when mamas feel angry or women as a whole feel angry. Um, the feelings behind that, the guilt, the shame, um, sometimes the extra anger that's added on top. Um, but in reality, that anger is a God-given emotion. It is there to protect us. It's there to serve us. Um, and it can serve us well when we know how to connect with it and walk through it correctly. So I have brought one of my very favorite people, in the whole entire world, one of my very dearest friends, Kim, onto the podcast today. Kim is also a parenting coach um, and is one of the best people I have ever met with a gifting for providing safe space. And when you are connecting to unsafe, seemingly unsafe emotions like anger, um, 
one of the reasons we don't like to connect with it is because it feels unsafe. So having a coach that can walk you through connecting with these feelings in a safe space is essential. So Kim just has this gift. She was who I thought of immediately the second I knew we wanted to talk about this. Um, So I've brought her here with me today. Our whole purpose of this podcast today is to really bring light um, to this feeling of anger, to the shame that surrounds it, so that it can lose its power. Um, When we bring things into the light, when we bring them out in community, when we bring them to each other, when we when we stop this stigma um, that society has put on women feeling anger, moms feeling anger, and we connect with it in this healthy way, it can actually propel us forward in our parenting, in our own lives. Um, So I am so excited to share this space with you today, Kim, like beyond excited. Does this look excited? (laughs) Yes, very excited. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. And I am super excited to be here with you, Pam, and talk about anger. Um, Yes. This is going to be real, um, and we hope it's going to be real. I know um, because Kim and I are dear friends, this holds a place in both of our hearts, um, and we really um, want to encourage realness. We want to encourage authenticity, is a better word, um, with moms and with women as a whole, with parents, um, because it's how we grow authentic children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Kim, talk to me a little bit. Um, You have really good language around anger, um, around um, the stigma that that we talk about that uh, community and society has placed on anger. Talk to me a little bit about your feelings with that, about um, what you'd like to share with people that you know um, can be some of the burden that we as moms bear when it comes to anger. Right. So um, I think, you know, as a culture, because we are born into this culture where um, a lot of emotions in general are not very um, acceptable and especially uncomfortable emotions like anger. So anger is very uncomfortable and it's also a lot related to um, like rage and violence and a lot of scary things. Uh, so we are taught from a very young age from Mm -hmm. parents and society in general that, um, Mm -hmm. it is not okay to be angry. So we are, um, maybe shamed for it. We are maybe, um, disconnected from the people that are supposed to be most safe to us. So, um, because they have a hard time dealing with it. Um, and, and so that, teaches us to believe that anger is not okay. Anger is um, not helpful. We should not be getting angry at all and let alone express our anger. That is not okay. Yes, that is so good. I love what you said um, when you said this lie that anger is not okay. So I guess what we're hoping to do in this space today is expose the truth, um, bring the truth to the light that anger is okay. Um, It's actually beyond okay. It serves us. It serves us in so many ways. Um, 
So part of what Kim does as a parenting coach is she walks you through um, what it looks like to take a belief um, that in, in its one form isn't healthy and isn't serving you anymore and transform that into a belief that is healthy and will serve you. So Kim, if we were talking about anger and this belief that anger is bad, doesn't serve us, um, because what it does, like you said, is cause us to repress it, cause us to feel shame and guilt and doubt our maternal instincts. The list could go on and on about what is triggered in us um, when we feel angry. Um, what would be something you think would be a good belief um, that we could talk about, um, you know, sort of reinstalling into our subconscious and into ourselves about anger? Um, would it sound something like anger is healthy or um, what do you think when it comes to? Uh, I think if you could like whittle it down into one statement, maybe you yeah. could say that anger gives me the power to make change. Okay, and that can be like positive change. I mean, ideally, we can use it, totally use our anger. It, it is such a strong, you know, whole body encompassing thing. And if we can use it in a healthy way, that is a lot of power for positive change, if, if that's how you choose to use it. Um, Told you she was amazing. Yeah, I think like. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I think. It's so, um, so good. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's true. Um, but like, how do we get from anger is bad, anger is unsafe? Um, uh, you know, I can't get angry. I feel so guilty because I got angry. Um, mm -hmm. Or like, you know, lashing out at the people we love when we get angry. How can we go from there to um, anger is powerful and I can use it for good? Um, I think because it is like such a deep belief that it is bad, we have to maybe just start in the head and then yes. go to our heart and body with um, how we approach that. So like, I, I'm, you know, very science minded. So like, I like to understand the biology behind it. So if, yes. if you um, just even think, yeah, even like this from of like, science standpoint if you think about anger um it is it is there for our own survival right so mm -hmm. if we consider ourselves as biological beings right and we used to live um you know before we had save for communities and such um and houses and shelter that protects us we were living out in the open and we needed to be able to respond to dangers immediately right so yeah. that's anger is part of that, that fight flight response it gives us a way to immediately respond to dangers yes. so so it's important for our survival essentially um so if we can imagine like wow yeah anger you serve me you you keep me safe and and even yeah. like now if you're walking down a dark alley and um you know something jumps out at you you can respond immediately and that that is you know, like that anger response. So um, if we think about so it that way, like it is oh, a totally natural 
Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, just go like, ahead. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, a think of it as a totally natural human thing. Like it is okay. Hey, that's a part of who we are as humans. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So taking, taking the anger response, um, that, that immediate emotion that we feel in our body, um, and saying to it, it sounds like saying to it, I see you, I feel you, thank you for serving me. Um, and, and taking away that this feeling is not okay and, and changing it, shifting it, reframing it, um, to, I see you, I understand you, thank you for serving me. Um, and I just want to super quickly, uh, tap into, I just want to make sure it's super clear for everyone. We are not saying in any sense that a response to the feeling of anger, um, that is violent, that is aggressive, that is abusive in any of its forms is ever okay. What we are specifically talking about is the feeling of anger that we have inside of us before we sometimes, well, before something like that could happen. Um, mm -hmm. What we usually end up feeling shame or guilt from um, is what happens because of that feeling, because we're not able to connect with it and tell it, I see you, I understand you, thank you for serving me and move forward from there, it becomes something different and can come out in very ugly ways. And neither Kim nor I are saying that that is okay in any way. What we right. are specifically talking about is this emotion um, that we feel that, um, that if we handle the beginning of the emotion um, in a connected, healthy way that we won't see that bad fruit, um, come. So just right. wanted to make sure, <laughs> just wanted to make yeah. sure we were clear about that. Yeah, um, like if I can just, um, add to that, like, yeah. I think we can look at it as this distinction between anger, expression of anger. So yeah, we were just talking about the emotion of anger. And then you can even look at the aggression. So how you express that anger as healthy versus unhealthy. So obviously like um, violence and um, harm where you're doing physical harm to um, others or you know acting out of maliciousness to other people. Yeah, that's would be an unhealthy form of aggression. So how can we like take that emotion of anger and yeah. then um, use it in a healthy way. Yes, I love that. Um, and, you know, just in talking about that, going a little deeper, all of us, I, I hate to say all of us, I know myself that there are definitely times that my anger has come out in unhealthy ways. I have said things I shouldn't have said. I have done things I shouldn't have done. Um, that where we are now is saying, Let's see this for what it's worth and let's move forward with it. Let's, let's let that no longer be the case. Let that no longer be the norm. Let's learn how to deal with this in a healthy, loving, compassionate way towards ourselves and towards others so we no longer see that bad fruit um, come from it. So, Kim, when you're talking about um, 
the uh, connection to this anger, you talked a little bit about feeling it in the body. Um, I know that I personally, um, one of the best ways I've learned to connect with my anger is that I know my anger feels like X. So um, I feel like I've been so programmed to not feel anger that it is bad that I don't even know that's what I'm feeling um, until it's too late. So can you talk with us a little bit about what it's like to, to find that to find that feeling in our body, um, where it usually lives, where anger might live, um, in our body and, and how we can just connect with it when we feel it. What, what can we do when we know that's coming on and we know that's the emotion we're feeling? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think there are some typical places where you would feel it. Like a lot of times you'll clench your jaw or clench your fists or, feel the tightness in your shoulders. Um, and, you know, in the moment when it's arising, it takes practice to um, become aware of that. Um, and uh, out of the moment, you can, you know, kind of feel into those places of tension in your body um, yeah. and even, uh, like try to direct them um, out of your body through, you know, like force on uh, another object or something like that. Um, but yeah, like I think in in the moment when you're angry, like if you're just learning how to become aware of that is really just to yeah. like, once you get angry, like say, okay, do a body check-in where where am i what am i feeling and where is it in my body because it could be different for me than it is for you yes um, but i mean i think a lot of times that tightness um that you would feel so becoming aware of that is kind of like step one into um your own relationship with anger and becoming aware of what's going on in your body uh, how your body responds to the anger I love that. Um, so just as we're becoming connected to our anger, because we know that being connected to us, connected to it will lead us to a healthy resolution, um, that when we're first coming into that and, and learning about this, that when we do feel that anger, we should do just a general body scan and figure out where we feel like we're holding that. And then Kim, mm -hmm. so after we've done that and, and we can sense where that is, what, where can we go from there to connect with that anger? Um, I think at least in my experience, what I've done is, so suppose I'm, <laughs> I've gotten to that, you know, breaking point and I'm angry. Um, then what I have done is I remove myself from the situation. So like if I'm with my children, um, I say, whoa, I'm angry. I'm going to take a minute. And, so um, and what, what I look at next is, you know, I'm feeling it in my body. And then I try to start identifying what needs in myself are not being met. Oh, I love uh, that. Um, so like, am I hungry? Am I tired? Um, what is my child doing that's making me feel 
so angry? Like, are they talking back to me? Do I feel like uh, I'm not being respected or something like that? And just identify like what need of mine is not being met because that kind of then allows you to um, connect the body feeling to the brain and then your brain can start helping you process through it and soothe uh, so you can calm, calm down and soothe yourself. So good. Yeah. Okay. So first making sure that we're able to identify that we're angry. Um, Second, trying, (laughs) which will be a process to take away the shame and the guilt that you shouldn't feel that way and say, um, gosh, you said it really well earlier, something along the lines, oh man, mama brain, Um, just that thank you, anger for serving me. I see you. Um, Thank you for serving me. Then if you are experiencing that and with your kiddos to remove yourselves for a second. And I love what you said about saying to your kiddos, I feel angry or I am angry. Um, I, I think that's a whole nother discussion in itself, but just modeling to our kids, anger is real, anger is present, we all feel it, and here are some great ways to healthily deal with it. Um, So then, you know, once you've removed yourself, doing a bit of a body scan, figuring out where you feel that, and then um, connecting that by saying what what needs aren't being met. Right. So good. So good. You can tell me if I miss anything. Um, You are are awesome at this. Um, So when we're talking about, since we just touched on this, handling anger in our children, um, when they see it in us, just modeling that anger is okay. Um, We can say it a million times till our face turns purple, but modeling that like, yes, I feel this, this is happening. And, and this is how I'm going to walk through it. Um, Such a great thing. I love that you touched on that. Um, But let's talk a little bit about when there's anger in our children, when, especially us mamas of elementary school kiddos and toddlers, um, when there's anger towards siblings, um, when there's anger in our children that is expressed or even anger towards us as parents that we're not doing precisely what they want us to do. Um, talk to me a little bit about that, about um, some ways we can walk our kiddos through that emotion of anger. Yes, I, I think um, like the best thing we can do initially is to come to terms with our own acceptance of anger, that um, that it is an emotion that is a healthy part of our you know, body's response to yes. something that's threatening, okay? And then, um, like, if we imagine our children, like, it, as uncomfortable as it may be for us, it is even more for them because they're just beginning to experience emotions and it's, like, Very super sweet. powerful. And they don't yet have the brain um, integration to be able to... Um, you know, figure out, okay, what is this? And how do I calm down? And that's where like, like you were saying, Pam, the modeling of I'm angry. And I'm going to go take a minute, you know, like, if that's what you need to do for yourself, and then you can come back to them and say, 
okay, I took some breaths, I sat in a quiet room or, you know, whatever you can do yes. that helps kind of come back to it. You tell yeah. them. So that's like one out of the moment um, thing that you can do, or I right. guess out of their, their moment of anger. And then as far as like walking them through it, um, once we can feel more comfortable, then our job as a caregiver is to be their safe space. Yeah. So um, like when they get angry, they're looking to us like, like, mom, I don't feel safe. I love this. Like, what do I do? Um, yeah. And you can be there and say, um, I mean, a lot of times in the moment, like when for, for children, like they are in super like emotional, like the emotional side of the brain is kind of controlling at that point. So if yes. they're in like a big tantrum or a big um, burst of anger, like um, talking to them is not super helpful initially. So just okay. connecting with them, like offering a calm within yourself and sense of safety within yourself and creating a safe space for them um, and, you know, giving eye contact and you can model um, or, or like, uh, like shift your facial expression to um, uh, help them or like, what am I trying to say? You're like, try to match their facial expression. Yes, yes. Because they're okay. feeling angry. So you, you, you can say, oh, you're angry. Yes, I see that you're angry. So that they can see, okay, this is what it is this is anger and yeah. it's okay. It's okay. And mom's right here. She's safe and she's keeping me safe. Um, so giving that space. And then um, the, the other thing is just knowing that, that your child has the power and capacity to move through and past that emotion. So yes. giving them space to move through and pass um, while you are there, you know, um, meeting them and offering them that safe space. So, so that helps yeah. them to process completely through because I think often as we, and, and this is why we ourselves will get triggered is because yeah. we were never allowed that, most of us. Yes. Um, so when we are not allowed that, like um, then, what was I going to say? I just lost my train of thought. Um, no, you're doing great. Talking about being allowed to process through it. Yeah. So, so we are allowing yeah. them, but um, if, if we are not, we were not allowed to do that, then that um, the anger gets stored and repressed in our body and we are not able to um, move through that emotion. So, Oh, I think I was going to relate to that to why we get triggered. Um, yes. That yes. It, why? Because because if we were not allowed to process through that, um, mm -hmm. then we have that repressed anger inside our body. And we have um, those particular experiences yeah. where um, we as children were, you know, got angry and then it was shut down. Yes. So any experiences like that, that you then experience with your child or your child experiencing that same situation, that will trigger yeah. us because it's, so say like, if 
I was, um, as a child, I loved to scream and jump on the couch. Okay. Yeah. And then I was, um, you know, not allowed to do that. Then I'm going to associate screaming and jumping on the couch as something not comfortable or something that would make me angry because I was told to stop. And, um, then, you know, so that, and then the anger would not have been processed. So it's stuck in my body. So then when that happens with your child, they're jumping on the couch and you're like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's like very triggering for you. Yes. Um, because you are never like allowed to process through like, why is it not safe to jump on the couch and um, that kind of thing. So that is so good. That was such a wealth <laughs> of information. Um, like so many good things. I'm like, wait, which do I pull out first? Um, so <laughs> when we're talking about providing this safe space for our child to be allowed to process through it. I love what you said when you used, um, you used verbiage that you would tell your child um, it's safe. It's okay that you feel this. We're going to feel it and we're going to come out the other side. I know um, personally anger is such an unsafe emotion for me Um for lots of reasons from my childhood that there is a huge fear. I am not going to come out the other side, even as a grown woman and mom, I still hold this fear. I'm not going to come out the other side. This is going to overtake me. This emotion is so strong. Um, and so I think to myself of a, of a two-year-old or a three-year-old, goodness, um, how overwhelming that feeling must be. And so I love how you talk about taking them, looking them in the eyes, matching their facial expressions, because mom doing that makes that safe. If mom's experiencing it and she's okay, then maybe I can experience this too and be okay. And offering them this safe space of, we'll walk through this. You're going to come out on the other side. I love that you said that. I'm like, Mama Kim, like, thank you. Thank you for imparting that to me. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I think to myself, you know, all of this mirrors, we know this as parenting coaching, p parenting coaches that, that, that these triggers, um, you know, our emotion can mirror our child. So what can we do as moms? You just talked very well about showing compassion and empathy to our child as they walk through this overwhelming anger. And we talked a little bit ago about stepping away, taking a moment to ourselves, doing a body scan. What does it look like to offer that same empathy to ourselves um, as we walk through anger? I, like I said, I am going to now carry with me, I'll come out on the other side of this. <laughs> I love that. So that's now going to be one of my mantras, like, let's go through this and come out the other side. Is there anything else you can offer to us as moms when we're in that moment um, to bring ourselves that that sense of safety, that sense of this might feel overwhelming in the moment? Um, I know we've used quite often between the two of us the analogy of a wave um, coming up, taking over us, but then it will crash and leave. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you can offer us, um, you know, that we can we can walk through as mamas when we're offering ourselves self-empathy? Um, I know, first of all, it's just important as moms to know we need to offer self-empathy. That was a huge turning point for me. Um, for some reason, we feel like we need to offer our kids these 
these opportunities for empathy, but for some reason we don't need it when we do. Um, what, what for you, what does self empathy look like in those moments of anger? What can we offer ourselves and also offer our children? Um, because they look the same. We need to offer ourselves and our inner child, this same empathy that we offer our children. Mm -hmm. So what do you think that would look like? And what does it look like for you? Cause you are very good at this. <laughs> well, in my own experience, I mean, so I first I want to say is that like I've had my own like I have started this journey on trying to understand my anger and also like um, walk through it um, a while back and it has been a journey and so it takes time. So so just even just starting from that point that it is you can think of it like a practice. It's like something that you are aware of and your awareness grows and your um, connection grows and your capacity to feel safe in that grows yes. as you walk through this journey. So being compassionate with yourself that it's like, okay, I am just starting to realize my, my anger and it's okay yeah. if I, um, like if you read Dan Siegel, I love the term of flip your lid. So some you flip yes. your lid, you just, you know, your emotion takes over. Um, yes. It's okay because probably you were never taught how to regulate yourself when you were a kid and that's okay. You are learning now. You're okay. You just take it one day at a time. Um, I think if you do um, kind of, you know, lose yourself in that emotion, just remember you can always come back and repair with your child. And that in itself is a, a very powerful thing that you can give them to model that I got really angry and I'm coming back to you and we're going to talk about this and, you know, repair what happened. So giving yourself compassion that, um, you know, you're, you're starting out and this is where you are, but you're working on it and you can always model how to repair. So then going from there, um, recognizing the connection to the needs that are not being met because anger occurs when we feel threatened. And yes. when we feel threatened, it's often because there's a big need that is not being met. So good. Whether that need is arising from your inner child. So from your childhood brain wiring. Yes. You know, of like I described earlier, you're, you had an uh, experience of anger from jumping on the couch or something like that. Like yeah. these experiences are wired in your brain. So, and they, mm -hmm. they, um, they relate to needs that you had a long time ago, or it could be needs right now. So, so moving from um, like you're, you're angry and then you can say, okay, oh, I'm angry because I'm super tired or I'm getting really hungry. Okay, that's okay. That's a normal response. And this is what I can do to fix that. Yeah. Um, so you can, you know, try to fix it in the more moment or um, try to prevent that from happening if you can recognize the needs. Um, yeah. So giving, giving empathy to yourself in that way that like, okay, there's actually a need not being met here and I could take care of that. Um, uh, then, um, as far as like thinking about self-compassion, um, yeah. yeah, just, just realizing it's, it's a journey and the more you work at it, the more safe you will feel, 
um, and the more safety you will be able to offer your child because it, it's hard at first. Yes, it is. Um, yes. And you really have to get it in yourself um, first before you can really embody that. Um, so true. For your child. So true. You'll get, you'll get there. I did. <laughs> progress over perfection. Progress yes. over perfection. And yes. that's something I love to talk about. I think that as moms, the pressure we put on ourselves to do things perfectly every time, to do them perfectly right away. The second, you know, there are so many resources right now that tell us how to be a great mom, that tell us why we should be a great mom, that tell us when we're not a great mom, what's going to happen to our children, et cetera, et cetera. We are bombarded by it um, on the news, in social media, and just remembering to the truth is that we do need compassion because we are human and we are not perfect and we never will be. Um, mm -hmm. So showing ourselves that compassion um, models to our children as well. We don't expect perfection. Um, and that, that there is, there is a component of compassion in humanity that I believe this, another way larger conversation um, mm -hmm. is lacking right now that, that if we, can raise this next generation to have the compassion for ourselves, like you said, that will turn into compassion for each other. Um, mm -hmm. And that perfection yeah. is just not possible. Um, so just in closing all of this, um, gosh, I could talk to Kim for four hours. <laughs> she is such an amazing resource um, and such a wealth of knowledge on, on this topic and so many other topics. Um, just that you are not alone, mamas, you are not alone in experiencing anger because we were meant to experience it. We were made to experience it. Um, it's what we do with that experience, how we connect to that anger in a healthy way um, and offer empathy to ourselves in that anger, find the needs that aren't met is what I'm hearing um, from you, Kim, in that anger um, and, and work. I'm going to try to use Kim's beautiful words, work through it and come out of it and learning to do that as mamas models that for our children. Um, and this is where we start with a place of empathy and compassion in, we are so influential. I don't think as moms, again, because, you know, it holds ties to humility and things like that, um, that we realize and step into our influence. Um, we are so influential in our modeling. We our influence on our children is more than that of anyone else in their lives. And um, so modeling how to connect with this anger well and how to have compassion towards anger yeah. and knowing I, that anger I, is... Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Kim. I, I wanted to just like um, add, add this like kind of reframe to how you... So if we think of like working through it, um, through it and then past it, um, I think one thing this just came to my mind, like a lot of us are um, taught to do or feel like we have to do something. Kid gets angry. We have to do something. Right. So yes. like, I think um, in thinking of this wave, it's just let it be, let it come and let it go. So we don't have to work at anything. I think if we can just, you know, learn to be 
with it. So I just wanted to add that um, before Thank we go. Thank you. That is mm-hmm. so good. Told you she's the best. Um, yes. So I, I just, I love this. I love this whole conversation so much. I hope that it is a fire starter. I hope that it is um, an ember that lights something in you mamas today and every day that um, you are made just perfectly and wonderfully. And the things that you feel are for a reason. They serve a purpose. Um, and your influence on your family is enormous. So offering yourself compassion equals offering your children compassion equals your children offering compassion. Um, so Kim, I'm so thankful for your time, for your input. Again, I could talk to you for four hours about this. That so <laughs> friends, she will be back. She will be back. Kim will not leave us. I hope. Um, Oh, I'm committing you. Out. I'm committing you without asking. Not good. Because <laughs> yeah. um, that's the kind of friend I am. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I want you all to know, Kim, what is the best way for a mama to contact you for parenting coaching or for connection with anger? What's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Yeah, you can find me um, on Facebook. Oh, just My name is Kim Ocker, just on my personal page. And I also have an Instagram um, you can search my name for it or, um, the, the handle is the frolicking tree, um, on Instagram. And then you can also email me at, awesome. um, Kimberly at the frolicking tree.com. And so awesome. you send me a message at any one of those places and I will respond to you. <laughs> awesome. And I will also link those as my computer falls off its stand. I will also link those those links, those contacts in the comments um, of this podcast. So friends, um, I'm just so thankful to Kim. I'm so thankful for her time, her wisdom, her input. Um, Such a beautiful human being, such a blessing on so many people's lives. So thank you for being here, Kim. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us today. It is my pleasure. And I love to talk to you anytime. <laughs> I, I appreciate you uh, having me on today. Thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. Okay, Kim, we'll talk soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. So friends, I just wanna take a moment to close and follow up with you. Um, just remembering that um, you are made with emotion. Um, You know, we see um, anger throughout the Bible. We see um, even um, anger in Jesus when he turns the tables um, in the temple because someone has, has treated his father incorrectly, has treated um, his family incorrectly. it was given to us to serve us. So how can we use it to serve us um, rather than as a shameful um, emotion? So friends, I would love to just pray with you today to take a moment to breathe and walk through this. Um, Again, uh, Kim is a fellow parenting coach and just a wonderful um, friend of mine and just an example of um, how parenting coaching can walk you through things that you're struggling with in your family and in your parenting like 
anger. You can contact me um, to walk you through this. You can contact her to walk you through this. Um, but what I do highly recommend is that you do contact someone, um, any type of parenting coach, um, to walk you through uh, connecting with anger in a healthy way so that it can serve you instead of cause this guilt and shame cycle in your home and in your family. The biggest reason for that being, as I talked about, that what comes out of this is compassion, compassion for each other, compassion for ourselves and friends. If there's anything our world needs more of right now, it's compassion. So let's do this mama thing really well. Let's do it together. Let's do it with compassion. So let me pray us out. Um, so thankful that you spent your time here today. So thankful for you. Remember your influence, your power that you have been given as a mama and as a woman and um, just as a human being on this earth. So let's pray us out. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time together. Thank you for Kim, Lord. Thank you for her insight. Thank you for our emotions. Thank you for anger, Lord. Help us to find the ways that it's meant to serve us. Help us to find the ways to connect with it. Lord, remind us of our influence um, in such a humble way, Lord, that you have created us perfectly and wonderfully with all of our emotions, Lord, and show us ways to allow them to serve us and serve others rather than hinder us. God, we know you are the strength in our weakness, and we were never meant to be perfect. We were meant to be humble and um, lay these things at your feet and allow you to transform us and make us more beautiful. We thank you so much for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful rest of your day, mamas. Thank you again for spending your time here with me. You are loved. You are important. Let's do this thing together. See you soon. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for taking a piece of your sacred time today to listen to this podcast. It means so much to me that you allow me the honor of coming into your life, into your home, and into your heart. So thank you. And I just want to point you to my website, www.sleepingbabieshappymamas.com, for more information, for more encouragement, for more ideas, and for some information on my hugely successful sleep coaching. I would be honored to find your family rest with my successful methods that have brought families all across the United States sleep. I would love for your family to be next. Sign up on my waiting list today and you'll get a call from me very soon. Have a great day, mamas. I'm so thankful you're here. You are so loved and so important.